Hello. Today I'm joined by Misa Tanaka, the author of the paper, Let's Talk About the Weather, the Impact of Climate Change on Central Banks. First of all, can you describe the context of this publication? Climate change is primarily caused by greenhouse gas emissions. Mm-hmm. Of the greenhouse ca- gases, uh, the main problem uh, is caused by uh, carbon dioxide, primarily because carbon, di- carbon dioxide stays in the atmosphere for a very long period of time. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, it is the cumulative emission of carbon dioxide that determines the um, increase in global temperatures. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in 2015, countries have have agreed uh, in Paris to limit the global warming uh, to below 2 degrees Celsius uh, relative to the pre-industrial period. Um, And that means that in order to achieve that goal, the cumulative uh, emission of carbon dioxide will have to be limited to a fixed level. Um, and that's called, often called the carbon budget. For central banks, uh, there are three main risks that we're concerned about. Uh, first is the physical risks uh, from climate change. And these are the risks that arise from, um, for example, um, increasing adverse uh, weather-related events, such as floods, storms, and hurricanes. Um, and they can physically damage properties uh, that can in turn uh, lead to losses for insurers and banks. Um, And the second type of risks that we're concerned about is transition risks. Uh, And these are the risks that arise from a transition from um, the current economic structure to a more low-carbon economy. And as I would explain later, uh, this risk is going to be larger the more abrupt and late this transition occurs in order to meet the carbon budget. Um, The third one is the liability risk, which arises from... um, the um, possibility that uh, those parties that have suffered losses as a result of these physical and transition risks might try and shift that, uh, that, that the resulting losses to liability insurers. Mm-hmm. But as liability insurance is a relatively small part of the overall financial system, um, our paper mainly focuses on the two risks, which are physical risks and transition risks, and their implications for the financial system. In terms of the impact of physical risks on the financial system, the main channel by which uh, losses are caused are uh, two, two. One is that um, for any given um, adverse weather events, insurers may suffer losses if they are the ones that are covering the losses uh, resulting from these damages. Uh, But if the insurance is not covering these losses, it would ultimately be households and corporates that will suffer the losses. We think the macroeconomic impact of a given weather-related catastrophe is going to be larger if the losses are largely uninsured. Because if losses are uninsured, reconstruction will be hindered as well because there will be less financing for reconstruction. And that would ultimately lead to a deeper downturn in the economy. And to the extent that insurers are not uh, bearing the losses, the losses will be imposed mainly on households and corporates who might end up uh, falling into arrears or default on their loans on banks. And if banks, as a result of that, suffer losses, then they might start cutting credit supply to the economy uh, in order to improve their regulatory capital ratios. And that can in turn deepen the, uh, the economic downturn resulting from a natural disaster. Can you expand a bit on the issue of underinsurance? Underinsurance is possibly the main problem when it comes to the impact of natural disasters. 
Um, and for example, Munich Re had est estimated that in 2017, uh, only 41% of the uh, losses arising from weather-related natural disasters were actually insured. So in fact, uh, losses are usually largely uninsured. Um, in the case of the um, advanced economies, um, we have not seen a large-scale uh, default of, say, insurers as a result of a large natural catastrophes. What tended to often happen is that insurers would collectively, collectively withdraw from covering risks that have become uninsurable um, or increase the premium sharply on the affected areas. So what has happened in the advanced economies is that in some cases, public sector has stepped in uh, in order to cover these risks um, directly or set up private sector entities um, in order to sort of share the risks. And that has often led to the problem, uh, to, to solving the problem of underinsurance. So for example, in the case of the UK, um, in 2016, flood re was set up in order to spread the risks arising from, from flood risk and enable insurers to provide affordable insurance to households and uh, that are exposed uh, to higher flood risks than on average. Uh, what are the transition risks associated with the move to a lower carbon economy? The logic of carbon budget implies that it can be achieved in two different ways. One is to a relatively early and orderly transition to a lower, lower carbon economy, which can allow the economies to gradually reduce the carbon emission. On the other hand, if that transition is delayed, uh, the carbon budget implies that the transition will need to be very sharp in order to stay within the carbon budget. So the later the transition occurs, the more abrupt and sharp the ultimate uh, reduction in carbon emission will need to be in order to achieve the two degrees climate target. And uh, this can be viewed as a multiple equilibrium problem. So for example, if there is a strong political commitment to uh, shift towards lower carbon economy, then you would expect that um, investment will st start shifting towards low-carbon low sector early on. And uh, as these low-carbon technologies become more prevalent, the, uh, the cost of um, phasing out high-carbon energy sources will become less costly. Um, so then you have, you're in a good equilibrium in which uh, the transition to a low-carbon economy can occur with minimal economic dislocation. On the other hand, if the transition is delayed, um, ultimately the transition that will need to be occurring is very sharp because high carbon sector investment will continue and future governments will be reluctant to phase them out because there's no credible low carbon alternatives. Um, when the transition will ultimately need to occur, then the economic dislocation in order to achieve the two degrees climate goal will need to be very sharp. Can you describe how physical and transition risks affect the macroeconomy and price stability? We think that um, extreme weather events that could arise from climate change could um, affect uh, inflationary dynamics, for example, uh, but it is not entirely clear um, whether it would, be, it would uh, tend to increase inflationary pressure or not. Uh, and that requires central banks to assess uh, following a natural disaster whether it has had a, 
a bigger impact on supply or demand. Mm. So a natural dis disaster typically reduces supply by reducing capital stocks, by destroying capital stock. And reconstruction to that, of that tends to push up on demand. Um, but on the other hand, if, um, if corporates and households suffer large losses and their balances are very impaired, then it is also possible that um, demand will be uh, demand will fall as a result of them curtailing consumption investments. In general, we expect climate change to increase volatility of food prices and thus the headline inflation rates. And this is particularly problematic for central banks uh, that do not have well-established uh, credibility because sectoral price shocks can de-anchor inflation expectations and can undermine credibility of central banks to maintain um, low and stable inflation rates. What do you feel are the main conclusions of your publication? So our key conclusion is that climate change can affect central banks' ability to meet their objectives in a number of ways, and central banks need to understand this better. Um, we think that over time, efforts to improve disclosure of climate-related financial risks by firms can improve um, central banks' ability to assess the impact of these risks for financial stability, as well as uh, monetary, uh, monetary stability. Um, but in order to be useful, such climate-related uh, disclosure will need to be um, both simple and forward-looking.